Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey, everybody. Thanks for staying with us into our guest segment of the Common Sense Show. It is great to be with you, and I mean capital G-R-E-A-T. Great to be with you. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time, but we need your help. we got to free more than one. we got to free about one million at a time, and the only way we can do that is if you share these digital broadcasts, both podcasts, radio shows, TV shows, whatever you get from us, or anybody else of significance, like a Doug Hagman, like a Steve Quayle, like a Ted Brewer. Oh, speaking of Ted Brewer, guess what? He's with us, and we're going to talk about UFO disclosure, and then we're going to get into current events because we're living in really uncharted uh, times here. It's really un- unbelievable. Before we join Dr. Ted Brewer from Health Masters, we are going to tell you who's paying our bills. Number one, <laughs> our storable food. And let me tell you, you know the food supply chain is gone. You've heard everyone say it. You know the packaging plants largely are down. It's not going to get better. You know about the millions of American farmland destruction, courtesy of weather wars over the past couple years. That's down. I don't know how much clearer it has to be. Huge shortages are coming, and you don't want to have to get your food from the Harris administration. I mean Kamala Harris administration. That's a real possibility right now with all the cheating going on. It ain't going to be Biden. It's going to be Harris. And she's a cross between AOC and Hillary. Dangerous as anything. So get your storable food now and get your family out of danger's way. How do you get it? Preparewithdave.com. 40% off, $100 off the four-week the four-week packaging. It means every time that you buy a package, you save 100 You buy 10 to store, you save 1000 You buy 20 you save 2000 Simple math, folks. Take advantage of it for the 25-year shelf life. Preparewithdave.com. We're also brought to you by, speaking of Dr. Ted Brewer, Health Masters. Healthmasters.com, the very best in what you need from natural, non-pharmacological with side effects healthcare. And this is really where you want to be. I've been there. I credit Dr. Ted uh, saving me from three surgeries over the past several years. In fact, he has a protocol named after me. I don't know if that's good or bad. That means the body's falling apart, but it means I survived. So I want you to go to healthmasters.com, 5% off everything there using the coupon code DAVE5. That's DAVE5 at healthmasters.com. And speaking of the healthmasters.com, we've got the health master himself, Dr. Ted Brewer. Hey, Ted, what's going on, my friend? Oh, Dave, I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I like I always say on my show, this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice, and mm-hmm. I will be glad in it. And people say, well, why are you always so Christian-centered? Why are you so religious? <laughs> why do you believe in Jesus? I'm sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's, a, uh, that's a ubiquitous answer. <laughs> well, well, be honest with you. Let me, let me, let me tell you this real quick. We're, we're going to give you. We're going to talk about alien and disclosure and how it relates to the Bible today. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about a whole bunch of other stuff, including the you know the whole thing with uh, Harris and how she slept her way to the top, you know, in California and all the weird stuff that we have. <laughs> we there's a bunch of crazy stuff going on right now. Like I said at my show last week, 
if you're not energized right now, if you're not really feeling, you know, just the presence of the Holy Spirit in you as a Christian, and you haven't been empowered and energized by everything that's going on, then you must be taking a nap, you know, 24 hours a day because there's crazy stuff going on. Yeah. But but we need to realize this, you know, when God, God, God is omnipresent. I'm going to mess with everybody just for one second. Now, what does that mean? That means that he's the beginning and he's the end. He's the alpha and he's the omega. He basically is in all timelines, all dimensions, all universes, or whatever you want to believe, all at the same time. In other words, he's in the Garden of Eden. He's also in the Book of Revelation at the same time. He's also on the cross at the same time. He's everywhere at all times at all time spaces. That's what omnipresence means. There's no time-space barrier with God. There's no interdimensional barrier with God. He's everywhere. His presence permeates everything. Through him, all things are held together, is what the Word says. Now, let me ask you guys a question here, just to make you think a little about theology for a second. God saw the timeline. He's omnipresent. He realized what was fixing going to happen, so he inserted Jesus Christ into the timeline 2,000 years ago to be a kinsman redeemer for us, to bring us back into reconciliation with God. I'm going to make it simple from a physics standpoint. It's kind of like this. If you've got a 220-volt power circuit and you've got a 110-volt light bulb or appliance that you want to plug into the 220, number one, the plugs don't match because people realized long ago if you plug a 110 into a 220, you blow up the product. You blow up the transformer. You blow up everything because it doesn't work that way. You can't connect to the 220 with a 110 plug. You have to go through a transformer. You have to change the power currents so that they match so they can go into each other, and you can basically use the 110 with the 220 outlet. Now people are saying, what the heck does this have to do with Christianity? I'm glad you asked. Here we go. <laughs> God's energy field is perfect. It's a perfect energy field. It says that in the Bible. He's perfect. And it says that a sinful man cannot come into God's energy field. They can't. You've got to go through a transformer. That would be Jesus Christ to be able to plug into God's energy field because God has to make your energy field perfect to be make it compatible with his energy field. Now, a lot of you went, oh, I just had an aha moment. When you understand the entire universe is energy and we're all just a giant wave of energy moving through time space and you understand that there's a virus in the energy field that was brought into our energy field by sin introduced by a fallen angel named Lucifer or Satan, whatever you want to call him, and you understand that God's energy field, because of sin, has been basically made incompatible with our energy field because our energy field has been corrupted. Jesus acts like that transformer that we plug into Christ, who's plugged into God, and now when God sees us, he doesn't see us, he sees Jesus. That's what being a Christian is. That's what being born again is from a physics standpoint. It really is that simple. And everybody tries to make Christianity something different. It's not. It's God had to reconcile us or use a transformer to transform us spiritually and energetically into his energy field so we could be one with him again and be in covenant with him. So it all boils down to. When Satan and the angels fell, they were basically taken away from God's energy source. They could no longer use it. And because they couldn't use it, they couldn't get sustenance from it. That's the thing that we could call biological transmutation, if you want to look that one up. And let me give you a little basis on what that means. 
if you take a woman who's pregnant and you weigh every ounce of food and every ounce of water she drinks for the entire pregnancy and you weigh all of her urine and all of her feces the entire pregnancy the baby weighs more than the sum total of her food and her excrement you say well how's that possible well, the ancients and the people in the past used to call that biological transmutation, in which there's energy being brought from the field that we live in to sustain us. Now, I think that's pretty interesting, personally. Now, these angels, these fallen entities, can't use God's energy because they are separated from God. They don't have a transformer such as Christ to go through. They, don't, they can't do it. So they have to take the energy from us when they sacrifice us to Baal or Moloch or Asherah, the ancient Canaanite religions, the Kabbalists. That's what all of this stuff is about when they sacrifice the children. They're basically using the energy from these innocents and absorbing that as food. Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those who he may devour. That's what the Word says. It's not me. That's what the Bible says. So we have to understand, guys, that when these angels got separated from God Almighty, they had to find another food source. And that ended up being us, as far as what we understand. That's what abortion's all about. That's what human sacrifice is all about. Look what Aleister Crowley did. Probably the most evil man ever on this planet, except for maybe Sabatain Zevi from 1666. Aleister Crowley personally was involved with thousands of human sacrifices, according to his own works. And see, this is the group of people through the Jeffrey Epstein network. Remember, he was Mossad, and Ghislaine Mossad was also Mossad, and her father, Maxwell, was also Mossad, and they're all practicing Kabbalists, which is basically ancient forms of paganism and witchcraft, all combined in a book called the Zohar. This is the group that runs the world through the international banks and through the media, period. That's, that's what we have to look at. We can't pretend like that's not what's going on. And their pagan rituals basically are all throughout our society and have been for thousands of years through the ancient Canaanite religions, the fertility rituals. It's one of the reasons that I refuse to celebrate Halloween because it basically glorifies these pagan rituals. Won't be involved with any of that stuff. We put our Christmas decorations up before Halloween because we're not going to allow that type of presence or spirit to come into our home, and we don't practice trick-or-treat with children. We don't do any of this sick stuff. And if you understood the ritualistic, satanic behavior behind that, you wouldn't either. So all of us need to understand that this world that we live in is a giant energy field. And people are always saying to me, well, what about this alien alien disclosure that we have? You know, Harry Reid just came out. Oh, go, man, don't get me wrong. I don't like quoting Harry Reid. I mean, the only thing I agree with him about is this. I mean, he's, just, he's horrible. He is, but he says this from the Daily Mail. He goes, most of the UFO evidence hasn't seen the light of day. Former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid says the government is covering up huge amounts of evidence of unexplained encounters. Now, he's not saying, you know, flying saucers here. He's including unexplained encounters with this. Former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid made the claim in a documentary. While the federal government all these years has covered up and put brake pads on everything and stopped it, I think it's very bad for our country, said. When asked if he's saying there's still evidence that hasn't yet been publicly disclosed, Reid replies, I'm saying most of it hasn't seen the light of day. So I had somebody yesterday. Uh, we have a lot of cross-listeners who listen to both our show, the Ted Nostra Brower Show, which comes on five days a week on Global Star and the you know Common Sense Show. And I've been doing your show, Dave, with you, and you've been doing my show with me now for years and years and years. And so many of our audiences listen to both of us. But I had one of the folks who listens to both shows yesterday contact me because I said something. 
I said, we don't know how many civilizations in the cosmos have already been infiltrated by the AI, by Lucifer, using an AI computer tied into a D-wave matrix with an interdimensional interface to allow the people in that entire area to become evil, whatever those people are. I'm going to say something. I believe that God created one planet in the cosmos with individuals in his image, and that's the Earth. I believe that. And I believe he sent Jesus to this world to basically redeem us. I believe that. But we can't say that God hasn't created life on other planets that may not look like us, or may be different than us. When people say, well, you're talking about angels and demons and fallen entities. Whatever you want to call them, I don't care. Pick a name for them. I'm okay with it. Whatever works for you and your thought pattern, I don't care. But we can't put a, how should I say, a cap on God. God doesn't have to come to me and you, Dave, and say, hey, Dave, hey, Ted, I want to create something different over here on this other side of the universe. Is that okay with you? He doesn't have to clear it with us. The Bible says it this way. Why does the clay have the right to tell the potter what to make? God can do whatever he wants to do wherever he wants to do it, period. Now, God is bound by his word that he's given us, the word of God, the word of the great I am, to do what he says he's going to do, including sending us Christ, which he did. So here's the thing. We have to understand that the Bible is very clear that we're not alone. It's very, very clear about that, that these angels and these other entities that come from other dimensions, who are those other parts of time space, who knows where they come from. They're real, and they've been around for a long, long time. So if we suddenly have a Project Bluebeam, like Werner von Braun tried to warn us about, mm -hmm. and they decide to tell us that we're having a giant alien explosion here on the planet now, remember, God told you about this a long, long time ago, and also... You know, the Bible has been very clear about that. It doesn't make any difference. It doesn't affect our faith one bit. In fact, Fred Bell, who was on with Jesse Ventura on that show that he did years ago, Conspiracy Theory. I used to like Jesse Ventura, and I used to I liked the show he did. But then one night, I'm going to segue for a second here, he hammered David Icke. Now, I don't agree with everything David Icke says, but David Icke is not a Christian. I, 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 but David Icke's awake on about 90% of what he talks about. And he just threw just David Icke under the bus one night on that show. And Jesse Ventura lost a big chunk of his audience that day, including me. And at that point in time, I pretty much quit listening to anything Jesse Ventura had to say because he took such a cheap shot at David Icke. But that's not the point here. The point is he had a guest on there named Fred Bell. And Fred Bell was a NASA rocket scientist. And Fred Bell had helped work on the Reagan Star Wars space-based weapon platform systems that Dr. Colonel Corso talked about in his book, The Day After Roswell. You guys need to read that book. And Fred Bell helped to put together Star Wars, and Jesse Ventura said, can you take out a building with this space-based Tesla weapon system, scalar wave technology that's on this platform? He goes, it's a building. He said, take a whole city, take a whole continent out. He said, take out anything you want to take out with this thing. Because remember, guys, when they were in the buildings at 9-11, the guys who were 10, 15, 20 stories above the fires who were hanging out the windows, they broke the windows out, they chose to jump to their death before they were ever burned up. They chose to dive out of the skyscrapers. And Judy Wood, in her book, What Happened, Where Did the, Where Did the Towers Go?, she believes that a space-based weapons platform system was used like a giant microwave generator to heat up the buildings, to put those buildings in what's called molecular resonance, to make them start vibrating. So whenever they detonated them, they would just literally come apart of the seams and basically fall to the ground and turn to powder. You could read her book. It's an excellent book. 
In fact, her assistant was killed in the parking lot right after that book was released. Thought I'd mention that too. Well, Fred Bell started talking about all of this stuff. He was one of the NASA rocket scientists to develop this technology, and he was dead before the show aired. It was being taped. Before that show aired, Fred Bell, Bell was <laughs> dead. And now we need to understand this. So I'm going to read part of his book. The reason I give you all that whole background was to read you this. He wrote his book, and this is his chapter from UFO and Extraterrestrial Cover-Up. It goes, by 1955, it became obvious that the aliens had deceived Eisenhower and broken the treaty. Now, guys, I'm going to stop here for a second. These aliens can be whatever you want them to be as far as how you need to justify that in your mind as far as what the Bible says. Then he goes on to say, mutilated humans and mutilated animals were found all across the U.S. The last mutilated humans that I know of were found in 1979. Mutilated animals continue to be discovered today. This is the cattle mutilations we see everywhere. It was believed that the aliens were not submitting a complete list of human contacts and abductees to the MJ-12 and that all abductees had not been returned. The aliens were suspected of interacting with the Soviet Union and manipulating masses of people through secret societies, listen, witchcraft, I'm adding Kabbalah, magic, the occult, religion, and other ways. After several Air Force combat aerial engagements with alien aircraft, it also became apparent that our weapons were no match against them. Then they started putting chips in the people to track and implants to track the people they had worked in. So you can read through this if you want to get Fred Bell's book on this. But the reality is this. We're not alone, period. The Bible tells us we're not alone, and we need to be aware of the fact that we are not alone. But we cannot allow that to affect our faith in Christ Jesus. God sent us a Redeemer, a Christ, and basically he was the exact representation of God himself, it says in the book of Hebrews, to come back and to redeem us back to God, to give us a transformer, if you want to look at it that way, to plug into, that's plugged into God, to create a blood covenant or a complete circuit back to God Almighty and back to heaven. That's what we're supposed to do as Christians. And we need to realize that we're, when we're in covenant with the Most High God, that there are certain behavioral patterns that he really wishes we wouldn't do. And, it's, and the Bible talks about the acts of the sinful nature are obvious. And that's why I was on a show a couple of years ago, David, with another show host. If I told you the person's name, you know who she was. And, you know, and we were talking about Christianity. And this person that I was on with is not a Christian. And she said, well, there are many ways to God, not just through Christ. And I said, I totally disagree with you. Mm -hmm. she, goes, she, she goes, what do you mean? I said, I just I disagree with you. She goes, well, how can you disagree with me? I said, because I disagree with you. I said, you're not understanding what I'm telling you about physics. You're not getting it. There's only one transformer. That's Christ. We have to be plugged into that energy field in order to get into God's energy field. Otherwise, we're still incompatible with the energy source of the universe. She says, well, and then she said in another interview I read, I listened to her this week, she was talking about how some good things come from the occult and from witchcraft. I mean, she said that. Of complete insanity. And I haven't had a chance to talk to her about that. And I said, look, to my wife, when she was listening to me, listening to this show, I said, this is true. There is nothing good that comes from the occult. There is nothing good that comes from devil worship. There is nothing good that comes from the sacrifice of innocence. There is nothing good with any of this. It's all about feeding these other interdimensional entities that have separated themselves from God. There's nothing positive about that. Now, they'll masquerade as an angel of the light. They'll pretend like what they're doing is good, but that doesn't mean that's good because the underlying current of what they want to do is always evil, and we need to understand that. That's like saying, you know, there's that, that old, that, that ridiculous uh, Kabbalist witch, Stevie Nicks, I mean, she's coming out now and, and, and basically has a whole new thing coming out. She's in her 70s now. This is from Fleetwood Mac. You guys, a lot of you don't even remember who this is. 
Because I know we have an audience. I, I know who it is. But, 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 but Stevie Nicks was a witch, and we knew about that. When we listened to her music, we found out about it. And quite frankly, I wasn't saved back then. And so I basically thought some of her music was pretty doggone catchy. In fact, Stevie Nicks had a great voice with Fleetwood Mac. But in her greatest hits album now, she's Stevie Nicks is spinning a Kabbalistic tale. She's letting us know that she's a Kabbalistic witch is what she is. And so we need to understand that, you know, we don't need to put this stuff into our life. In fact, I posted this article at the healthmasters.com website on Stevie Nicks. Guys, we need to understand that we're not of this world. We're at a different energy system in this world when we're Christians. That we need to, we're going to pass through this world and we're going to move when we die. We don't die. We, our physical bodies pass away, but we just move on to be with God automatically. So there's no death for a Christian. And we need to understand that. But I wanted to start with that, Dave, because I had so much confusion after my show that I did yesterday that I wanted to come on your show today. And I wanted to talk about, you know, are we alone in the universe? Does it affect our Christian faith? Does God have to ask us permission to do whatever God wants to do? And how do we get reconciled to God through Christ? So I want to cover all that with your show today. Now, where else do we want to go today? Well, I I just have a couple of comments to what you said. Uh, First of all, I still think there's some debate that can take place with regard to if there is an alien presence is it truly extraterrestrial or is it extra spiritual in other words are they the fallen angels and um as described in genesis so i i think that's still an open question i will say something in support of what you're saying the pope who is not a christian by any stretch of the imagination previously came out and said if aliens came here he would baptize them isn't that interesting Did I lose you, Ted? No, I'm here, buddy. I'm sorry that my, my, my microphone muted itself. Uh, well, if the Pope wants to baptize him, whatever. He, but he's not a Christian. <laughs> the, the, the Pope, the Pope basically. Not. No, the Pope, uh, a few years ago, I went to Buenos Aires, down in Argentina. And I don't think I've ever told you this. And I went down to his church, where he was basically pastor for years and years. The Pope worked with Operation uh, Gladio, <laughs> Operation Condor in South America. And he basically turned in many of his parishioners to be killed by the CIA, put on the back of basically airplanes, C-130 ships, opening up the back and dumping them 500 miles out of the ocean, you know, with weights tied to them and killing and drowning and making them just disappearing. He did that personally. And when I talked to people about this particular pope, who basically is a communist, you know, about how they felt about him. Every single person that I spoke to in Buenos Aires who had attended his church, his, 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 his cathedral, hated him. I mean, it, there, wasn't, there wasn't any type of, oh, well, he was a good guy. He made a few mistakes. No, 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 it was none of that. It was, we hate him. We cannot believe he's pope. He's absolutely awful. And the Catholic Church now has found itself with a person who, oper- who basically worships some other Gia, guy or whatever you want to call the earth. They think it's a living entity. And all of this stuff. It's all part of the Kabbalist worship stuff. He's personally, I don't even think he's even saved. Not like you said, I don't think he's even a Christian. I don't think he's a Catholic. I think he's a complete, total satanic heathen in the doggone office. That's what I think. And a lot of other people that I know who are Catholics, who basically are born-again Christians on top of that, who love Jesus, they don't believe that he's even saved or he's a Christian or a Catholic or anything either. He's just basically a front guy for the New World Order. And, and I believe that too. I, I, do, I really I do, do believe I, that. I absolutely and, believe and, that, yes. And, and I and I agree with you, Dave, because we don't you know about about this extraterrestrial stuff, you know the fallen angels, you know interdimensional entities, interdimensional conduits. We really don't 
have all the answers to that. I know your father was with the Navy, and you've disclosed this on many shows now, and he told you all kinds of stuff about the German rocket scientists and them working with interdimensional entities and all the other things that they actually disclosed to your dad. All of this stuff is real, and if we try to pretend like it's not, if suddenly they give us a disclosure, a lot of Christians who don't understand this are going to fall away from the faith. They're not going to accept Christ anymore. They're not going to accept God anymore. They're going to think the whole thing is built by aliens. They're going to think we have like a Prometheus encounter like we see in these movie Aliens. Mm -hmm. That's what they're going to believe is going to happen. In fact, I had a Jewish person that I knew up in North Carolina. I don't associate with him anymore because he's a liar, not because he's Jewish or not because he's anything, because he's just a liar. A lot of people, people are liars who are Jews, who are Christians, who are Muslims. We have a lot of people out there that don't tell the truth. And he basically told me one day, he said, well, I believe that we had a Prometheus encounter. I don't believe anything about that. Just started in on me. And finally, I, his wife met me at the gym one day, and I was talking to her, and she's a really, really strong Orthodox Jew, and she started talking to me about Judaism. And I said, well, your husband doesn't believe any of this stuff. Said, yes, she does. I said, well, no, he doesn't. Oh, my gosh. Boy, I get an email back from him. I can't believe you told my wife this stuff. And I said, well, just what you believe. You, your wife need to talk about it. But she was really into cabal and all the other weird stuff, and he didn't believe any of this stuff. So here's the point we got to try to make. Human beings come in all kinds of different shapes and sizes and religions and beliefs, and we need to try to find a way to reconcile all of them. Now, I believe the only way that they can be reconciled is through Christ. But, you know, right now we've got an administration in Washington, D.C., the Trump administration, which, quite frankly, I would still vote for him again, like I did four years ago, rather than having the sabotaging Kabbalist witch Hillary Clinton in the White House. I would still do it again. But, you know, we need to realize that the Trump administration isn't what you think it is the other day you know that we had told we were told that melania had come out and said you know f christmas and a whole bunch of other stuff and and quite frankly i didn't believe any of that and i have a friend of mine who lives in the ukraine who listens to both of our shows loves your show by the way dave and he basically sent me the link that the audio recording of her actually saying that you know f christmas who gives mm -hmm. a f about christmas oh yeah and i know I, she I, said that yeah. well i actually heard well i heard it i heard the audio now so i know she actually said it now and i thought to myself this is crazy and actually you know you know cnn played it which of course that's the communist news network but or constant negative news network whatever you want to call it but you know anderson cooper cia operative was basically interviewing this girl and, and what we have here is a group of people that basically are, are messed up in the head they re they really really are and we have both sides of the coin here as far as the republicans and the democrats are being controlled by the Kabbalist network period you know otto khan told us this you know, when he became one of the great bankers of the early 1900s, in 1920, he had an interview, and he said that these Kabbalist bankers control both sides of the party, the Democrats and the Republicans, to get their desired outcome, and they hold the world by its axis, and they determine where it's going to go. So all of these Christians who support Donald Trump, which I was one of them, and I heavily supported him, we both did, Dave, they don't realize that here's an exclusive from Breitbart. Trump is the best president ever for gay and lesbian community. So there's a picture of these guys. There's like five or six of them sitting there on a speakerphone talking. And so who is saying, who in the world are they talking to? Well, here's the story. President Donald Trump, Vice President Mike Pence, and Second Lady Karen Pence called the leaders of Outspoken, a group of LGBT conservatives who gathered in Nashville, Tennessee on Friday, to thank them for their support. Outspoken, a group of these gay supporters who support freedom and diversity of thought, tweeted a photo of the members of the group receiving the special phone calls from the leaders. When asked about the event, former acting director of national intelligence, DNI, Richard Grinnell, the first openly gay cabinet member in U.S. history, 
told Breitbart News exclusively, President Trump is the best president the gay and lesbian community has ever had. Now, here's the mm. thing, and I'm going to say, and I'm going to say this about the gay and lesbian community. I'm not going to get into a, you know, a Christian value systems with this. I'm not going to. I think the Bible's very clear about this. But I'll say this to you: If I'm in a trench, and I'm fighting the enemy, let's say the Chinese have come into the United States with mercenaries. And let's say we've got all kinds of Russian Spesnot troops coming into the United States. And let's say that we, the people of the United States, are defending our borders and we're defending our homes and our very communities. Let's say we're doing all that. Let's say I'm in a trench with a group of people. I don't care if they're gay, straight, as long as they're trying to support and save all of our lives and support and save the United States and what's left of the United States of America in that situation. It doesn't make one bit of difference. I, I, I'm, I'm being very direct about that because this, this one's not my fight. Because I have a different approach to this. I think that the gay lifestyle is wrong. I think the Bible speaks out against it. But I also know that we've been chemically castrated in utero in the United States without the use of hormones. And they've intentionally created a lot of this problem that we've had with transgenders mm -hmm. and with gays and with everything else because of hormonal interference in our bodies when we're being created by God Almighty in our womb. And the mother's womb and we need to understand that so I have a kind of a different take on all of this stuff in other words that's not my fight my fights against the globalists who gave those women estrogen my fights against the globalists who gave those women bestenol a my fights against the globalists who push soy protein which causes the same problem in pregnant women because soy is an estrogen compound which is antagonistic to testosterone and when you have a child that's given soy protein formula at birth it changes brain chemistry from that of a little boy to a little girl. And so we have to understand that this was done to us. And so my goal here is this, to educate the masses of the people of this planet that the globalists are our enemy, that the Kabbalists are our enemy, the people who practice ancient Canaanite sacrificial fertility rituals and kill children are our enemies. We need to all work together to the restore the republic and realize that we're all going to have differences. But we need to get these hormones out of our food supply. And the white people on this planet, I'm talking to you whites now, I'm fussing at you for a second. You need to have more babies. I'm just going to be direct with you. You need to have more babies. This having one child, one and done, you got to stop that. All right? There's only 5% of the population of the planet are white. The reason they hate us so much is because of the Protestant work ethic. The Protestant work ethic is what I was taught when I was in the MBA program over 40 years ago at Florida State University was the primary factor that created the United States. In other words, it was the white Protestants who came over from Europe who worked their butts off to create the United States of America three, four, five hundred years ago, including with the compact, with the Mayflower Compact and all the people who came over here for freedom of worship. It was those people that were willing to work 60, 70, 80, 90 hours a week that were willing to work their butts off in the United States to create this country that we currently have that's been completely and totally hijacked and that's one of the reasons that they've come against the whites like to have white privilege this white privilege that you should be ashamed that you're white wait a minute if we told a hispanic they should be ashamed that they're hispanic they take us out and tar and feather us much less a jew or a black person or a muslim or a hindu they don't think we were insane but white people have been the kicking boy now for a long, long time of the New World Order because they know that we are the ones, in most cases, are awake. And I talked about this on the show the other day. I promoted you the other day on my show, Dave. Like, I always promote you. I said, that, look at Dave Hodges. He's a white guy. Look at me and Austin. We're white guys. 
Look at Doug Haggard. He's a white guy. Look at Jeff Friends. People that are white guys that are out there promoting and standing against the new world order. We've got to understand, guys, that they're against us because we don't want to compromise that our values are what we're talking about. And this is the thing that we've got to get. That's one of the key reasons they've done what they've done to us as far as attacking whites like they have. Look at this Black Lives Matter. If we put up a group that said White Lives Matter, we'd be, we'd be basically eviscerated by the press. Why? Because it all goes against an atavistic hatred of Christianity that's been around for thousands of years by these cabals who follow the Zohar. This is the group that runs the planet, and they hate Christians. And because Christians throughout time through the United States have pretty much all been white guys that have promoted all the Christian values, they've hated that for thousands of years. And even before that, when you try to do what was right and not want to be a druid and running around sacrificing humans, they don't like it when you try to stand for what's right and for God's word. They don't like any of that stuff. So we need to understand that's who our fight's against, Dave. What do you think? Well, I think you're absolutely right. Um, and, and they are targeting whites. And they are targeting whites exactly what you're saying. Max Weber and the Christian work ethic, and the Protestant work ethic, actually, is what it's technically called. And I, right. total, I totally agree with you. And in fact, it wasn't until Weber came along did the idea of a savings account for the average person even materialize the idea of private property up until then in the Weber's time you were a feudal serf for the majority of the people with no rights and you were lucky just to be alive so and by the way this is what they're moving us towards too I mean you don't look at Harris and Biden and what they really stand for they stand for neo-feudalism no you're exactly right they want us back into a surf system you know I mean Look what's going on now. The World Health Organization, which you want to believe these guys and the World Bank and Harvard and think tanks are everywhere now, are warning that the COVID-19 lockdowns, which they promoted, by the way, are leading to a global starvation and food disruptions. This is absolutely the truth. You know, I urge all of you, you know, to go to Dave's website, you know, and get some storable food. I really do. Because here's, so here's why I say that to you guys and to all of you guys. If we don't stand you know, against this new world order. They're going to starve us to death. I'm going to let you know what they're going to do. Because now the World Bank, the UN, Harvard, think tanks warned the COVID-19 lockdown response are leading to global starvation and food disruptions. They're telling us what they're going to do. Remember, this is part of their Kabbalah. This is part of their satanic worship. they got to tell you what they're going to do. It's kind of like this. The vampire comes knocking on your front door, wherever you want the vampire to be. I mean, you just pick a name of a metaphor of a horrible thing that you don't want coming into your house. And this thing basically knocks at your front door, and it says, can I come in? And you're looking at him through the doggone people, and you go, what are you, nuts? You can't come in my house. You know, hit the road, Jack. Don't look back. He's thinking vampire or whatever you are. And he leaves. Now, if you invite him into your house and you give them permission, they've got the right that at that point to do whatever they want to do to you. According to their Kabbalist teachings, this kind of deals with what they call karma on the other side of the veil. That's their word, karma, not mine. Don't be fussing at me about a new age term. That's their word, not mine. They believe there's hell to pay on the other side of the veil, which they know there's a veil. We've seen that with CERN. They know there's a veil. They want to pierce the veil with these entities into this dimension. They don't want to be on the other side of the veil with bad karma, in their words, to have done things to you that you didn't say okay on. It's kind of like this. We live down here in Florida. 
And like we have every type of pit viper on the planet here. We've got copperheads, we've got rattlesnakes, we've got water moccasins, we've got like, you know, all these coral snakes. You name it, it wants to eat you, bite you, or basically slay you here in Florida with these reptiles. I mean, we've got 18-foot alligators look like some kind of mini Tyrannosaurus Rex swimming in lakes with people, eating people, all right? They don't tell you about this because of tourism. They don't want you to come out here I'm afraid you're going to be eaten like, they, like those kids were killed at Disney a few years ago. But here's the thing, by alligators, by the way. By the way, here's the deal. If somebody brings you a basket full of pit vipers, and it says, and they, and they open the top of the box up, and they bring it to your front door, they said, here's a basket full of snakes for you. These are all pit vipers. Any one of them can kill you. Sign here. Let me bring them into your house. You're basically going to say, hit the road. Jack, don't look back. Take your stupid snakes down the highway with you. That's what I would do. Okay. Here's the problem that we have. People aren't doing that. Here's a snake. Put on a mask. We're going to make you part of a feudal system now that you can't show your face. We're going to dehumanize you. Yes, a massa. Yes, a massa. I'll put on a mask, massa. You put the mask on, and you're sucking through this face diaper, and you're thinking how you're doing what they tell you to do. And a lot of Christians have done that. Why? Because of Romans 8. Because you're supposed to obey the governing power among you. Let me explain something to you about our Constitution. Our Constitution was developed for a moral people that were God-fearing Christians. That's who developed the Constitution, a group of people who knew there was an almighty presence around us and in us and through us that could see everything that we were doing, that we would be judged according to his word on everything that we did, thought, and think. That's what the Bible says. And so they understood that when they put the Constitution together for a moral people. The reason it's been so subverted is that the Christians in the United States have not stood back and said, hey, you can't do this because of Romans 8, and they followed these teachings from these pastors in the pulpit who are pansies in the pulpit I call them and they basically have followed the teachings that you have to follow and do everything the state tells you to do here's what I tell you the Bible says in Romans 8 if the Word of God is going to supersede your life and everything that you do if the Word of God tells you that a certain behavior pattern is not okay like abortion and the state tells you abortion is okay you stand against it if you have global tyranny amongst you through you and everything else and the government is corrupt to the core and they're doing horrible things, in my opinion, you don't have to listen to them because your faith and your God and the Word of God stands above that. That's what we have to get. If they tell you they're going to muzzle you like a mutt and they're going to put a face diaper on you and they're going to cause you to have all types of respiratory diseases, including bacterial pneumonia because of these face diapers they put on you, and that you are a serf, a peasant, a slave, and that you have to do what they tell you to do, my response, and this is going to be vernacular, I'm going to say a bad word, is piss on you. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to listen to you and do that. And forgive my language there, but I just thought I'd mention that I feel that way because I'm not going to listen to it. And see, and this is the problem that we have with the pansies in the pulpit. They tell their parishioners to do this. They say, it's okay if you want to have a gay person singing on the platform like Hillsong does in New York City. Hillsong came out this week and said that basically – it, th it was the churches that were promoting segregation and white privilege. I mean, this is unbelievable. These guys actually believe this, and they forget to tell you that Hillsong's fathers in Australia, that his father was a known pedophile and raped a bunch of little boys. They forget to tell you all that stuff. This whole thing is steeped in weirdness, the whole thing with Hillsong. Now, I'm not saying that some of their music's not pretty good, and I'm not saying that some of their worship and praise isn't good. But what I am saying is a lot of their teachings are kind of messed up, like that one. So we need to understand that, guys. But that's why we are where we are today, because of the pansies in the pulpit refusing to preach the truth. And here's why. Because a lot of these guys have learned, if they're a name-it-claim-it-blab-it-grab-it group, 
and that they're only preaching the goodness of God and the blessings of God and never talking about God's wanting you to walk a holy, righteous life, that they get a bigger congregation, that they accept everybody in from every different walk of life and every lifestyle choice because you have more giving units that way. You have more jets and more mansions. Now, I'm going to say something to you guys that I've never said on your show before, Dave. I've been on a lot of the TV evangelist programs. I have because we had a program that we developed years ago. It was a self-help home study course. It was called Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy. Taught you how to lower blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, and blood sugar levels without the use of drugs. And I promoted it on a lot of Christian TV stations throughout the world, throughout the country. And there are several good TV evangelists that are pretty decent people. However, I'm here to tell you this. I know a bunch of them. 90% of them are corrupt to the core. 90% of them are either gay, having extramarital relations with their wife, their marriages are a sham, their finances are completely and totally compromised, they're in it for the money. I'm letting you guys know that in advance. So if you're going to be giving money to a church, give it to your local church. If you go to a local Baptist church, a local Lutheran church, a local Methodist church, a local whatever church that doesn't promote gay pastors or whatever you want to don't, I'm not going to go there right now, but don't be giving money to church because they don't represent your values, and don't be giving money to TV evangelists. Some of these TV evangelists, are they claim to be billionaires, I mean billionaires, and the only way you can get that big, I'm going to tell you this, guys, if you're promoting the narrative that the Kabbalist bankers want you to promote, whoops, I didn't say that, did I? but I did say that. In other words, if you're promoting their teachings, their beliefs, their structures, and you're living your life accordingly. There was one giant TV station that was a Christian network, I won't mention its name. Their daughter married outside of the faith of Christianity, outside of the faith. Jesus Christ is a demon-possessed sorcerer. And they aired the entire marriage ceremony on their network. Yeah, they did, they did, actually did that. And you think, what the heck, why? Because these people are continuing to promote the new world narrative. And so send your money to your local pastors, to your local church. Heck, send the money to the local food bank. Send it to the local groups of people that are going to help in your community to feed the people that are homeless and who are poor. Send it to that group if you're going to do that. But don't, absolutely don't, send it to these TV evangelists. And I'm mentioning there's only one person who's not a, he's not a TV evangelist. He's a pastor. He has an international ministry in Thailand. And he actually has an orphanage over there. His name's Dr. Mark Rutland. The ministry's called Global Servants. I support them because I know Mark personally. He's real. In fact, we adopted him. I'm going to say this, and I'm not trying to boast here because it's not anything that I'm trying to boast about, but the Holy Spirit moved me to do this. We've adopted 20 of the Thai girls in Thailand. And you know, we send them presents you know, twice a year, and we support them every single month. And we do that through the basically our listenership and our support of the people who support health masters because and it's including your show Dave because I mean we all support one another and see the thing about it is guys is that that's the kind of stuff that we have to do we have to support one another we've got to pray for one another but when we see somebody who's actually walking outside of God's will and claiming to be a Christian and living a lifestyle that's not really based on God's word you know we got to ask ourselves a question what do they really believe See, that's why I did what I did at the beginning of the show, Dave. I want to talk about Jesus Christ being that energy transformer. And I want to make people realize how important it is to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, as your personal Savior. I pray for you guys every single day. I prayed for you guys this morning. 
I pray that God would bless you, that he would keep you, that he'd allow his face to shine upon you, that he'd be gracious unto you, that he'd grant you grace, mercy, peace, love, prosperity, and companionship, and a long life. And I mean that every single day when I pray for you guys. Why? Because I consider you guys to be my family. Because if we're not in this thing together right now, who can we count on? And that's why I say, and Dave said at the beginning of the show, these podcasts, these TV shoots that we do, these videos that we do, that we promote, when you guys share them with your friends, it changes the narrative. It changes everything. And if we work together as a family, as a team, we could change everything about what's happening right now. But we've got to do it quickly, Dave, because we don't have a lot of time left. We've got a real mess going on right <laughs> we now. we got three weeks noticed. until the Civil War starts. Pretty much. You know, I hope that's wrong. I really do. I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But remember, these guys, let me say something to you one more time. With this Kabbalist teaching that they do, they believe in the Zodiac, you know, Scorpio, Mars, that kind of stuff. And right now, I think this week we're going to have the brightest that Mars has ever been, you know, in the last 20, 30 years. And they believe they get all kinds of power. They call this stuff, they call, they call this stuff angular momentum with planetary bodies. And they believe that there are certain energy fields that are created from gravitational distortions and energy fields on our planet, which gives them extra power yeah. during certain times of the year. This is what they believe. I'm not saying I, I don't agree with anything. I think they're all nuts, okay? Anybody wants to sacrifice people, they're nuts, all right? So here's the thing. They believe that now we're under the sign of Mars and under Scorpio for October, November of 2020. So they believe they can get back maximum disruption in the energy field and get their agenda pushed as hard as they possibly can right now in October and November. And guys, we're seeing it. You know, the president going to the hospital, whether he had coronavirus or not, who knows? All of these things happening right now. This thing with Biden, I mean, who's senile as a doggone. Uh, yeah, he, I, he's so senile, I can't even use a metaphor. Metaphor, and, and you know, like you said, Harris is in there behind him. You know, she slept her way to the top in California, complete total skank. And now we have all of this crazy stuff with Melania talking about, you know, F Christmas and, and Trump being the most pro-gay administration. I mean, what a mess. But guys, we have to stand in the faith and realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But we've got to stand together as a team, me and you, Dave, and all our listeners, because if we all pray in aggregate like we do all the time, it's going to change everything. Because guys, here's what I want. I want a reprieve. I want the country to at least be normal for my grandkids to be old enough to understand who and what the United States was. I want the hormones out of the food supply. I want glyphosate out of the doggone ecosystem. I want all of this stuff changed. And we're not going to do that by going status quo all the time. I just thought I'd mention that. We've got to make people – we have to have a yeah, – so I don't mean towards wearing masks and being global lockdowns from the international bankers trying to prevent hyperinflation while they increase the M1 money supply, which is exactly what they just did. I'm talking about what they – we need to have a whole global pan, global paradigm shift back to God Almighty, back to Jesus Christ, back to the way it used to be. I want Mayberry back. I mean, I want the New Testament back. I, I, I want Mayberry back. I, I want to have a country where we can walk outside and not worry about getting shot yeah, in a well, major city, that we can leave our doors open and our garages open and not have our stuff get stolen. That's what I want. Dave. What do you think? Mayberry is uh, partially back because we got Bill Barr playing Barney Fife. <laughs> you know, so funny. Donald Trump says, "You're going to arrest Biden, and you're going to arrest Clinton." Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Or something else is going to happen to you. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, he's had four years to arrest all of these clowns. Four years. And what we don't understand as a people, you know, there's a separation of powers in the executive and the judicial branch. 
Trump just can't go around arresting people like a dictator and having them executed. It's got to go through the judiciary. It's got to go through the legislative branch in some cases. It's all a balanced government. The problem is our government has gotten completely overwhelmed with dual citizens of other countries, with judges that are so communist it's unbelievable. And that's why the system is broken, because it was set up for a Christian organization to run the United States. And we've lost that, and that's what we have to go back to, David. If we don't get that back, we're going to continue just to devolve, as Rome did with their republic, though they weren't a Christian organization. You can see why they fell apart. And we're going to have the same thing happen to the United States. My dad once told me, he said, son, you know why Rome fell my dad and I used to have these esoteric conversations, and I said to him, I said, Dad, I really don't know why Rome fell. The barbarians came in, the Germans came in. He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, that did happen. He goes, but the only reason that happened was the Roman army started to fall apart, and it became corrupt internally. He said, the Romans stopped raising little Romans. He said, well, what we've done is we've stopped raising little Americans. I think that's exactly I, right. I think you're right on the money. Ted, we got a, um, about a minute and a half left here, and I wanted you to take a minute and talk about Health Masters. Oh, thanks, Dave. You know, we produce some of the highest quality nutritional supplements in the world. Our, our stuff, almost all of our stuff, is made by an FDA-registered drug laboratory over in Orlando. It's super high quality, super pure. Uh, we've got a simple guarantee on our products. If you use them for 30 days and you don't feel 100% better, just send them back and you get a refund. I can't do any more than that. I no. mean, I, you know, no. it's like a no risk guarantee. I mean, we've learned over the years, if you produce a really high quality product that has really high quality control standards and people get results with it, like this morning, I haven't had any coffee. Now, I, I did have a purple stick. I did have that. And I took my B vitamins and I took my powdered multiple. And I feel absolutely great. I mean, I feel absolutely energy. Now, the purple sticks, they have a little bit of green tea in them. And what that does, it gives you a little bit of caffeine kick in the butt but it doesn't give you elevated cortisol like coffee does. Coffee, when you elevate cortisol in your body, it's a stress hormone, it builds up over time, massively increases the risks of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, and premature death, and high blood pressure. So if you're gonna drink coffee, don't do more than one cup a day, and try not to drink it at all. Use a purple stick, that's what I do. I, I've cut out the coffee, and I tell you what, I feel so much better when I don't drink it. When I was in graduate school at Florida State, so I used to drink 18 cups of coffee a day, and if me as an 18-cup-a-day coffee addict can quit drinking <laughs> coffee, you guys can too, guys. What do, what do you think? No, I hear you. I know, and and, and, and I like that coffee. So, yeah, well, my, know, wife, my well, wife is like green tea, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make the adjustment here. Um, but it's hard, and the coffee smells I know, it's very addictive. so alluring in the morning. It's the, mis I know, it's I, the I, mistress I of coffee. my morning. Gonna, I, I, I love coffee. I do. I just can't drink it because after two or three days of drinking, I start feeling like garbage. And I'm like, Ugh, God. And that's because of cortisol. And it messes up my sleep patterns. Yeah, I went to bed last night at 11 o'clock. I slept all the way until 8. I slept like a baby. And I take my prostate support every night. So I'd have to get up and use the bathroom. That's wonderful, by the way. And so the prostate support, I take that on a regular basis, keeping your prostate from getting inflamed. Because remember, I'm, I'll be 65 years old here in a couple of weeks. I mean, I'm, I'm not some spring chicken running around. When I tell you that I was born back in the 50s, and I remember the 50s like I do. I, that's why I said I want Mayberry back, because I remember you know, I Andy know. and Mayberry. I know. I remember those stories. I remember Gomer Pyle. I was there when the new ones were coming out, and I dream of Jeannie and all the rest of it, and the talking Mr. Ed. I yeah. remember all of those things. I remember the amazing adventures of Superman with George Reeves from the 50s. I remember all of that stuff, Dave. And the thing about it is, I mean, I remember when the first Star Trek came out. We thought, oh, my gosh. I know. And you know what, Ted? I remember that if we don't close down here quickly, we're going to get shut off. 
<laughs> anyway, hey, healthmasters.com is a place to go. The coupon code to save 5% is day five. Ted, thanks so much for joining us, my friend. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Thanks, David. Remember, I love you guys. I appreciate you, Dave. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.